Welcome in to another episode of Rubberneckers, episode 84. Yes, 84. I'm one of your hosts, John Jamingo, and we have a special guest today, Vinny Paulino of The Creep Off. And there's another show you do with the potato. Uh, well, hola, creepos. It's called Subreddit Surfing. Glad to be here, rubbernecking with you gentlemen. All right, yeah. and, and Jody's here too. So anyhow, let's get into it. No, just, <laughs> just kidding. You didn't even read my notes. I was going to do the whole big thing. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, blah, blah, blah. The people's creep, Vinny Paulino. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool, too. Yeah, I know. That shirt's pretty awesome, though, Jody B. That's the coolest t-shirt ever. Thank you, buddy. I got it for Christmas. My brother-in-law, he knows me well enough. That's pretty bad. It's a WrestleMania t-shirt with a bunch of the old guys on there. So I have to wonder, as Jody gets more and more guests on here, like, how does he do it? Like, does he have, does he have blackmail material? Is there pictures out there of Vinny with something he does? He's like, all right, all right, I'll do the show. Just don't release the pictures or the video. Well, I don't know what he has on me. He just really asked nice. And I was like, sure, Jody. Baby. Oh, yeah. You guys are telling everybody how the sausage is made. That's kind of fucked up. Maybe I do both. Ask nice. I never thought of that. Okay. All right. I got I it. I say, will you please come on my podcast or I'll kill your mother? That's what I say. Works every time. I'm from the school of Mark Norman. I'll do anybody's podcast. I don't care. Oh, good. Whatever. There you go. And you're proving it tonight. So we really appreciate that. Glad to be here. We've loaded up the storyboard today with a bunch of stuff because apparently we're going into uh true crime tonight a little bit a little bit john right. my goal with this show is when i have a guest on especially if that guest has their own podcast or style of format how they do it's a lot like my show when i have guests on my goal is to make you as comfortable as possible so yeah a lot of times if we have Vinny here there might be wrestling stories or you know true crime people getting eaten or butchered or whatever the fucking all that kind of shit is he gets in with carl and i do the same thing for any guest that comes on here if i know you i love it i'm into it because it, it changes the show up we're not doing the same stupid shit all week or each yeah. each episode so i love it and i, I looked at the stories today and uh, you did a good job Thank you, sir. Today, Florida fries Dwayne Owens for a 1984 killing of a teenage babysitter and a mother of two. At first, I thought it was the teenage babysitter and the mother were the same, but they're not. In Florida, man was executed Thursday for, I guess it's today, for killing a 14-year-old babysitter, 38-year-old mother of two in separate attacks in 1984 while the children were sleeping in the home he targeted. Damn, and he still got caught in 84? The DNA evidence was shit back then. I know. Florida took that long to execute this guy, really? I don't know. Yeah, they like to drag their feet. Hey, I think I recognize that guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. wait a minute, that's not Dwayne Owens, that's Chad Zumach. Hold That's Florida on. man. Hold on. There he is. There's the gentleman. Dr. Steve. Cool. I know all these people. <laughs> yeah, this guy's head looks like an onion. This is just a weirdly shaped man. His head looks swollen. He's. I guess he's been in jail since 1984, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that wasn't even the most interesting part of the story because I had never heard of this guy. I don't live in Florida. I don't know a lot about the crimes and happenings in the state, but uh, there was some other really interesting points with this story. And I don't know if you picked up on a lot of that, but I found I thought it was quite funny the way some of the people were trying to lay out the details of his incarceration. Well, Jody laying on us because I just have the article here. So, I mean, what did you... Uh, what's the guy's name again? Can you scroll up, please? Dwayne, Dwayne Owens. Owens. Dwayne Owens, if I'm not mistaken, a few years ago came out as transgender. He did. And he he was a woman, air quote. Look at that gal with her titties. And they never allowed for hers, them's gender affirmation before there's executions. And people thought that was kind of fucked up. Really? That was what was fucked up that they didn't. That's how I found the story, John. I'm sorry, but I, I kind of agree. They should have cut his dick off. They should have done that. That would have worked. <laughs> I mean, affirm whatever you want to. Who cares? This guy, like, this is an ugly person. <laughs> and and <laughs> trying to be a woman, you are not even, there's got to be a better looking woman named Dwayne somewhere on planet Earth because this is hideous to look at. Dwayne the Rock Johnson would make a better looking woman than this guy. Facts. Dwayne from uh, Good Times, not Good Times. 84. Rape and stabbing of Karen Slatterty, 14. A hammer Deadly attack. hammer. Ooh, that's bonus points on the show, isn't it, Vinny? Hammer attacks? You don't see that a lot. It's that female rage. <laughs> Way before. I, did, I just didn't know that women went out raping and killing. That's not usually something that women do. Yeah. Yeah. It shifts the statistics. This was a cat fight. <laughs> didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that they asked him to come over and hang a picture on the wall, and he just got tired after they asked him to move it three or four times, and he just fucking started wailing on the kid. Why does it take 39 years to execute somebody for murder? I mean, if you have him dead to rights, like if he's went through the process, he's went through all the appeals and everything. Why does it take mm -hmm. 39 years? I think the appeals take that long. That is true. The justice system moves incredibly slow here. <sighs> um, I think I, I'm not totally against the murdering people immediately. Unless they're like, I guess some child molesters that have the potential of being released back into society. But like this guy clearly murdered two people, convicted all that. Like, should he not have to serve a little bit of time? Like, it isn't, should his life not be hard before he dies? Because he doesn't really give a shit once he's dead. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. See, I want to go like old school, back in the dark ages kind of time. Like, in other words, he's convicted. His family gets to do the execution the same way that he killed the people. Give him a hammer. Turn on the cameras. Let's get pay-per-view going. Let's make a little oh, bit of money. I like that. The eye for an eye rule. Yeah. And then they could rape him first, too, even. Right. Super chats are up. Hit him in the super head. Chats. Yeah, super chats. Can you imagine how much money you'd make in super chats for an execution, especially around here? Oh, I feel like I, I always thought it'd be fun to come up with weird jobs just to make them do over and over and over again in prison. Like maybe they have to push a boulder up a hill all day and that's yeah, their or job. Clean the floor, the bathroom floor with their mouth. That'd be sure. pretty cool. Whatever, just whatever keeps them busy. You know, idle hands, gentlemen, idle hands. In New Jersey, they haven't cleaned up the roads. And they send them out. But they only really send out the ones that are, you know, that haven't done major crime. They wouldn't send him out. He would never get out. Yeah, he's so. a flight risk. He's not going to run very far. He's kind of a chubby man. But, you know, if you're going back for a very, very long time, I imagine they don't just let you out uh, willy-nilly. And there's a guy you know that wants to live. I mean, he was – how old was he? I mean, he was 70-something years old. And he was still in prison. I think I would just I don't know, find a sheet and do something, I'd take myself out. I don't think I could live in prison that long, to be quite honest with you. I feel like the death row guys get a little bit easier. They're not like in the same common area as everybody else. And okay. I don't know. I feel like we, we should take, if you're sentenced to death, we should have a vested interest in keeping your ass alive until we get to kill you. Really? I'm kind of with Jamingo. I think there should be super chats. That'd be great.
Yeah. You got to imagine some of the people like the, the, uh, the public news figures like that fucking guy. Oh, shit. He just killed his or the Brian Laundry guy. Well, he dead anyway. But if yeah. they'd have caught him, he's like, yeah, super chats. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. Two dollars in Utah says. <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, I think that would actually knock the Kardashians right out of the top spot in the ratings. E Entertainment. It would be a perfect E Entertainment. Or maybe it should be BET. No. Which one? Oh, and you set markers. So for like every $50,000 you make, somebody hits him in the nuts with a sledgehammer or something. Like you just make it an incremental thing. This I thing, like that. Yeah. This thing has TLC written all over it. <laughs> TLC. There you go. Like oh, yeah. TLC. All right. So here's one for you. People are just, I guess this is some kind of pharmaceutical. They're all suited up. John, this is in Korea and it looks like they're making iPhones, dude. Is that they're making iPhones? You got to dress like that to make a goddamn iPhone? Yeah, dude. All right, here what you go. charge? Watch this. It's real quick. Okay, so pause, pause. So there's a factory assembly line. You got fellas in schmocks and blue uh, scrubs type uniform. It's a clean room, yeah. clearly. Fellas just working. Another one of his coworkers comes up and gives him the Iceman treatment, like the garrote across the throat, the, the, the twist, and then pulls him over his shoulder. Like, I think he's trying to pull this man's head off right now. He did the twist, and now he's got him like they're back to back, and he's using leverage to lift the other guy off the ground by his neck with the garage around it that's uh that's intense so it's effective if nothing i'm surprised it didn't take his head off his shoulders for real though look at this and nobody's doing shit because they don't even know what's happening i think how do you not know what's happening one mississippi how does herb dean referee in this match dude some guy just said back to work he's out (laughs) (laughs) so the so the pink supervisor comes in hey no sweeping on the job he's just talking to the other guy And he's like, are you going to help him or not? And like the supervisor didn't do anything. He he yeah. pointed it's at like the- It's not your lunch break. Get the back to work. Well, if it wasn't Holy in Korea, shit. I would say it was probably a union shop and the supervisor's not allowed to work with the tools. So I don't know if he'd be able to break that up. That's more of a union job. You know, Is this it. how you get promoted at this factory? I don't know. <laughs> it's like Mortal Kombat. You just go on to the next level of the building. Fight. <laughs> now listen, wow. I have been really mad at some coworkers where yeah. I have wanted to maybe do this. Oh, even better. What do you think happened there? Is this because he doesn't put the toilet paper on the roller the proper way, or did he like eat his lunch or something one day? I probably more than one day. He ate his lunch for three or four days. That being funny. I don't know. There has to be some kind of practical joke. I like to think he farts on the masks or something. <laughs> I <finally laughs> found out it was him. <laughs> We used to take and nail the guy's shoes to the floor. You know, the guys would take their work shoes off and they'd put them by the the job box. And then they would come in the next day to put the, you know, put the shoes on. And we would take and nail their shoes to the floor. Hilarious. One time we filled a guy's um, toolbox up with plaster Paris over the weekend. So it took him four hours to chisel his tools out of a block of plaster. Stuff like that. Uh, We would be working in the elevator shaft and they would open the doors above us and throw a bucket of water down on us. You know, fun stuff. Yeah, you fucking meatheads. You know, forgive me for being uh, the wet blanket here, but that is not anywhere near as funny as what this guy's doing here. <laughs> this yeah, is this hysterical. is creative as shit. Yeah, this guy, this guy's like next level prankster. Keep going. I want to see if he right, pulls so his. We're only twenty six minutes in, and and he's not letting go. Like he, he's not. Well, no, you break it up. Yeah, he's not. Well, bring it up. He stopped. Let him go. Oh boy, is out. The yeah. lights are on and nobody's home. The, the, oh, Danny face. Hold on. Let me. Hello. Let me back this up again if I can. So, oh, the dude's moving. He's still alive. Yeah, he's, he's twitching. Or he's just twitching. 
He's twitching. He just broke his nose. But I mean, when you see this, he just down he goes. God damn. That was like John Jones, Leota Machida. He just dropped him flat on his face. How come there's like 15 people there? None of them thought to catch him? Nope. (laughs) This guy face planted. They haven't even touched him yet because he's like laying, and he put him in a recovery position. The, the Marine that choked out the Michael Jackson impersonator in New York in the subway, at least he turned him into the recovery position. This guy's flat on his face. They don't care. Probably because nobody could say it. Put him in the recovery. Recover, 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 this motherfucker's going to be back to making iPhones in five minutes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Wait a minute. So uh, he, he hits the floor at 48 seconds. Let's see if they get back to work before. Oh, wait a minute. He's getting up. Is he up? Look, he's telling him get back to work. Look. Yeah, of course he is. Oh, they got the yellow suit people in there now. You think that's security? Oh, I don't know. There's a white suit. What's he do? Or is that pink? Oh, I wouldn't mess with the white suit. Yeah, somebody's getting fired. It's like a fucking game of Among Us. Look at all these people. They're all dressed the same. You could just choke somebody out. I was going to say, reminds me of Blazing Saddles when the guy passes out from heat exhaustion. He says, Doc, that uh, half a day's pay. Yeah. I didn't get back to it. So here's here's something kind of funny that I saw in the comment section of this. Because somebody made the comment, Jesus Christ, this is, you know, so aggressive. And why why would they do that? And I didn't know this, but apparently in some Asian countries, I don't know if Korea, Japan, you know, whichever. But if you hurt somebody, like you nearly kill them. And let's say a debilitating thing, you choke them till they can't breathe. Now they're paralyzed in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. Or if you hit them with your car, you're responsible for them until they die. Like it is now you you basically adopt a child. So they said a lot of times in accidents and uh, assaults over in that part of town, they will just kill the person because they'd rather get in trouble for killing somebody than actually have to be a servant to them for the rest of their lives. I didn't know that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What it's an like, interesting deterrent slash backfire. Sure. That just means if you're going to hurt somebody, you need to kill them because otherwise you might have to carry them around in a backpack like fucking Yoda for the rest of their life. You so, know, that's one of those things where it sounded good in the Chamber of Commerce meetings. They thought, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is a great idea. Let's push up the them. ladder. It's oh, like, no. The guy walks out in front of you, hit him with the car. He goes up over top of the windshield and you see him. He's sitting there. He's all bit twisted up. You're like, ah, put it in reverse. They said on the cameras, John, it happens most of the time. If somebody accidentally hits somebody with their car and they're laid out, said people are known to throw their shit in reverse and just hit them again just to finish it up. How many times have you hit a squirrel and you see it flipping and flopping around and you go around a block and you just run over it again just to put it out of his misery? Might happen to me once or twice or five times. I mean, I get out out of the car and whack off first. But then, yeah, I drive over it a couple times, stop, make a sandwich. This story really does explain the bad driver stereotype, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought it was accident. They're they're out. They're licensed to kill Jesus. in the land of Japan. I, this just brought a story back. I, I just jogged my memory. I was about seven years old. My mom hit a cat with her '63 Chevy. Yeah. So she goes to the police station to tell them that she hit a cat, and they go, "Is it still alive?" And she goes, "Yeah." She. Go back and run over it again. They told her to go sure. back and run over it again. She goes, oh, I'm not running over it again. Sorry, never mind. So the cops went over and ran over it again and scraped it up with a Perfect. shovel and threw it to the side of the road. City service. Yeah. That's got to love them. What do, what do you want her to do? Give her a pistol and a bullet? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want her to do? <laughs> yeah, here's a cigarette. Put it in the cat's mouth. <laughs> Just shoot it in the head. Ugh. <laughs> Ma'am, do you have any hammers? Does your husband have a big hammer you could borrow? Well, ma'am, you're clearly responsible for the cat for the rest of its natural life, so run it over. (laughs) You must take it to a taxidermist, have it stuffed, 
and it must stay in the house for the rest of your life. That was our Pretty that good. was our first cat, Fluffy. First time I ever drove, I ran over my friend's cat. That was unfortunate. A guy that I went to high school with, uh, we both took our road tests the same day. He hit a dog on his road test. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think that's an automatic yeah. fail. Why? It was. It absolutely was. Yeah. yeah. I think- well, you hit a dog. That what if it ran? Now, if he, I, I don't know the circumstance. Did he drive through like a parking lot? <laughs> he, he cleared a curb and two bushes to hit the dog. He came back, and I was still waiting to go take my test. And he came back with another instructor, and I saw him explain it to his mom. And I go, "Bro, what happened?" And he's like, I "Hit a dog." Yeah. And watch out for that dog down. about three blocks down the street. Stay in the left lane. Yeah. It ran away, though. He doesn't know if he killed it or not. Yeah, yeah. It ran away. I don't know, dude. Like, I've been driving professionally for long enough. I'm not swerving. Shy of a person walking out in front of my truck, if it means me putting my truck and myself at risk of going into a ditch and flipping, I ain't doing it. Don't get in front of that truck. <laughs> we were driving somewhere, and a lady in front of me just went to the left, crossed the lane, up the curb, hit a tree. And when she did that, there was a squirrel in the middle of the road. I just hit the brakes and I ran over the squirrel. So I ran over the squirrel and I pulled over real quick to see if she was okay. And she had little kids in the car and they're crying. She's crying. And I walk up and I said, are you okay? And she says, oh my God, I can't believe it. I should have ran over the squirrel. I said, don't worry, I got it. So then the cops come and I was there just to tell the cops what you know what I saw kind of as a witness. And while I'm there, someone had went in and got a paint can and done the around the body of the squirrel. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> We took a statement from his wife. She said, (laughs) I don't like this kind of humor. I don't want to make light of the squirrel's family, Jody B. That's horrible. It was adopted family. I hit birds a lot in the truck. You would think birds would be a lot better at dodging windshields, but that motherfuckers will just fly across the front of your truck, and it's nothing. When it hits them, it just goes thunk, and they go flying across the fucking street. Bunch of carefree motherfuckers. I got two and once uh, coming around a curb. That's no shit. I've been driving for 20 years almost, and the only time it ever happened, smacked two birds with the same truck. It's a good deal. I killed a turkey just a month ago. I was going out on the highway. I looked over my shoulder, and that thing just waddled on out, and I looked up. I turned. I didn't even get to the brake. I hit it. It went over the side. I guess it's still there. I don't know. Never went back. But you ever run over any people over there in your part of town, Vinny? Any homeless people or vagabonds? I'm not allowed to comment. <laughs> Smart man. Thank you. My dad did though. I know that. Yeah. Did he kill? Did he hit? Put it in reverse. My dad hit and ran somebody uh, back like in the seventies. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> yeah, but like what he did was he hit them, and uh, I guess he went home, hid the car, changed his clothes, or no, he abandoned the car because I think he was drunk driving. Abandoned the car, left it there, ran away, got somewhere, changed, and then turned himself into the cops like twenty four hours later. Oh, God. Yeah. I was... You go through all the effort. I don't know if you can walk that one back, though, can you? Like, if you wait the full 24 hours, they're like, all right, well, you did come back. <laughs> he got away with all of it because his lawyer was just like, you can't prove he was driving. So what did he say? His car was stolen? I don't know what he said. I just read the newspaper article. So my dad died in, like, 2003, and uh, my sister... Long story, but my sister did a bunch of research on him, like the family tree, and she found a million, like a whole lot of newspaper articles oh. about his uh, about his behavior. <laughs> he made the press quite a bit. With a name like Paulino, you've got to be up to no good, you know? Yeah, that that was one of them. It was a hit and run. He ended up getting away with it because they couldn't tie him to the scene. They The car was his, but they couldn't prove he was driving. So No kidding. That's yeah. amazing. That, 
in the seventies, there's no fucking cameras around. Nobody. Yeah, sure. You think that he ever got nervous watching movies later on, like I Know What You Did Last Summer or Creep Show, where it's like, oh yeah, that guy could have come to my house and murdered my whole family. No, I don't. I don't think he was very worried about that. He was a bit of a crazy person. <laughs> I would say. One what, what of those articles, I couldn't believe, and I've never even talked about this on the creep off, but this is very, very true, and I'll have to pull it up because one of these days I'm going to do it, but he, got, he like threatened a judge in court, and he was like, we'll do it your way in here, but if I see you on the street, we're doing it my way, and like that made the newspaper, and apparently they also like took him out of the court and brought him into another room with his lawyer, and he picked up one of those giant ash ki- like uh, trash can ashtrays that they used to have inside, and he tried to throw it through a window that had bars on it. Jesus. And crap. Yeah, he was a problem. <laughs> he was a problem. <laughs> but no, I've never hit anybody my old man did back in the 70s. Yeah, no, he did it all for you. Did Save you- some for the rest of us, guy. Did you grow up with your father? It's a complicated story. Uh, my father, when I was about five and a half years old, had a traumatic brain injury. He went to a wedding. A couple of guys got into a fight. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me he got hit by a car, Vinny, and I was going to go, God damn it. <laughs> no, for once in his life, he was trying to be a good guy. He got in the way to try to stop like these two people from fighting like in a bar, and one of them pushed him backwards. There was a chair behind him, and he fell, and he hit his hemp, like the temple right here, in the corner of a table, like a bolted-down table, and there was no give. The table just... Pfft, Right yeah. in there, and it went like shit smashed his brain up. Yeah, he had to like learn how to walk and talk again, and he could never really like get it together. He was a mess. So like that guy who was you know throwing shit at the walls lived a very tortured rest of his life because he was still in there somewhere, but uh, he couldn't get that shit out. It's pretty fucked up. Wow. So he wasn't living with you. Yeah, he was. Oh, he still was living there. Yeah, he was living, like, my mom took care of him. My mom was okay. like a, yeah, my mom was a good egg. Yeah, that's why you got to take care of her now, because she put in Hell the work yeah. already, Vinny. Hell yeah, well, please. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I learned so much. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, both of my parents have, like, interesting, weird shit that they did. Like, I found out both of them had a kid that neither one of them knew about. Wait a minute. Okay, so each one <laughs> yeah, had Hold a on, kid. I'm assuming it's two kids. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah. Was like yeah, I had two sisters that I had no idea I had until, like, I was well into, like, my 20s and 30s. Oh, right. man, I... Please tell me it was like a reveal. Like the, the fucking one day your dad is like, well, I got something to tell you. I got another kid with another lady and she's expecting no, her no. to be pissed. And she goes, well, jokes on you, fuck face. Because I also. <laughs> the big reveal was my uh, my mom's daughter. That was the big reveal because yeah. uh, I am a wrestling fan. I was at a taping of WWE Smackdown with uh, her brother, my uncle, who had gotten tickets because he leased WWE some trailers or some shit, and they gave him comp tickets. So this is when, tell me if you remember this, Jody B, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio Jr. were fighting for custody over Dominic. Absolutely. So my dad had died not too long after before this, and my grandmother and my aunt uh, apparently knew I had this sister, never told my mom. My dad had this brain injury, so he couldn't tell anybody. He probably didn't even know what the fuck was going on with it. So they were the only people who knew, and they had talked to with her and kept communication, but they never let her see my dad. No oh, shit. So he died, and after he died, they called him and said, hey... Your dad is dead. We just thought we'd want to tell you. And she went and found my brother and introduced herself. That's how I found out she existed. Oh, man. So how old were you when that happened and her? This is, y'all were clearly grown-ish. I was in my 20s. So whatever. She's great. My sister Tracy's awesome. I love her. It's all, it's totally good. She's a sweetheart. 
Yeah. You know, grandma's dead. What the fuck are you going to do? Fast forward to SmackDown. Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio Jr. cutting promos in the ring about cut- having it. custody of Dominic Mysterio. I mentioned to my uncle, I go, hey, did I tell you that my sister found the family? As we're watching this thing talking about custody. Sure. And he go, he looks at me and goes, Barb's daughter found the family? <laughs> <laughs> what? And I was like, well, wait a second. That's not, you mean Kelly? No, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, no, no. I was like, wait, wait a second. Barb's, Barb's daughter goes, oh, shit. Yeah. So she got knocked up out of high school. Like she was 17. Sure. Grandparents made her go out of town, give birth to the kid, put it up for adoption, come back like nothing happened kind of a situation back in the day. I think it used to be so much better before Facebook, you know, like that wouldn't last 10 minutes nowadays, but you could hold that secret for a good 20 years and nobody would have known back then. Yeah. Did you find her? She found my mom. How long ago was this? Okay. Uh, in the last 10 years. So my mom, when I went and talked to her about this, she bawled just cried it was really like a a thing she says i've always wanted to tell you about this i never wanted to talk about it i cry at night thinking about you know what i did i'm like holy shit yeah it's not that serious i wish you would have told me so i didn't pick her up in a bar sometime ma (laughs) yeah i mean jesus christ what if i ended up balls deep and i'm like oh it's my sister and i'm like uh we both would have cried about this yeah you got some kid with his you have a kid with its eyes too close so what do you do with it then yeah you gonna buy a clothes grandma yeah exactly Holy shit. What's what's the thing? 23 and me? Yeah. 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 So sister looked for her mother forever, looking around forever online, trying to figure something out, got nowhere, does a 23 and me test, finds a cousin who took a 23 and me test, yep. talked to the cousin. They were able to connect it and they figured it all out. And I got a sister. It's a That's girl. the only upside I've found to all the DNA testing that people do nowadays. Because the only other thing I can think of is, you know, connecting you to crimes somehow, some way. Or people finding you for this, uh, you know, uh, I thought they were just taking your money for the longest time. You just, you spit in a tube and then they mail you a piece of paper that goes, yeah, I don't know, Scandinavian, Indian. Yeah, they just throw something really bit. vague that you wouldn't Give me never $115 expect. and tell your friends that you're half black. I don't give a shit. There are so many stories of this where someone does a 23andMe test and the next thing you know, someone contacts them and says, hey, we're siblings. And we're like, no, we're not. Or, you know, I'm adopted, but you're supposed to be my sibling. No, we're not. And then they go and they talk to the father and either the father was a sperm donor or the father, you know, got a girl pregnant and she went off like they did back in the 60s and had a kid and they didn't even know they had it. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like really easy to have a second family. Not even far. A town away. It's 15 minutes that way on the freeway. And totally different world and it's not far from now like you could know people in the next town over and not see them for 10 years that happens you drive a half hour away you drive a half hour away go to a bar pick up somebody instant family they would never meet they would never meet not that back then now you can't get away with any of that crap now times they are changing i like the ones when people go to like uh baseball games or football games and stuff and they catch them on like the kiss cam or they see people walking in and you see the dude snap back right quick when he realizes that he's being filmed (laughs) oh yeah i don't know this chick who the fuck was that i wasn't even at the game yeah see that's dumb taking a side piece to a to a baseball game i guess you would think that you would never be of course you'd never the one time you get put on camera it's with your side piece yeah go to a minor league game go see the syracuse cocksuckers don't go see the yankees like and you might not get caught there you go you know what uh i, I gotta address this right now no i'm not sleep streaming on rumble for some reason rumble has thrown me thrown me off of live streaming i don't know what that's all about we weren't ready to rumble edward we 
Yeah, I don't know. Everything's uh, everything was set up. I'm having such a, a horrible technology week. It's ridiculous. I'm with Dick Masterson on Rumble. They have all the money in the fucking world for a startup, and they cannot get their shit straight over there, can they? Yeah. Go f- hire some people from YouTube. Go hire some of their engineers. Oh, go headhunting and just yeah, start snatching? Of because Because I, I don't fucking like YouTube. We're on YouTube right now. Fuck you. Fuck YouTube. For real. You guys are greedy bastards. You try to shove commercial shit onto anybody's stuff. Now they're going to try to make it to where you can't put ads in your stuff because they want the ad money. And it's like, come on, dude. What, what are we doing here? I'll pay you a couple bucks if you don't have to do that. But they're like, no, it's part of it. We got a strike. Because when we get done doing the show, we used to put it up as a video when it was all edited with just a placard across it. We got a strike for that. We live streamed it. We never got a strike for it. We got a strike for the one that was edited and put up. The one that was not, that one was fine. It's still up. The other one gave us a strike for uh, for how long were we off? A week or two? I'm dealing with uh, YouTube today, actually. Subreddit surfing, the episode we did last night, is down currently. Uh, they uh, took it down for copyright. I, again, I don't understand it. It's like they say, okay, you can appeal. So I say, all right, and I appeal it, and they go, nope. <laughs> why do I even, why do I even, I've never won an appeal with YouTube. Never. I have. I have. So I'm You're fingers crossed on this one. Better man than I am. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> so, is, so are a lot of people. Yeah. I think Vinny's also an aspiring comedian, if I'm not mistaken. That yes. was a good one. Yes, he is. Oh, thanks. I try. Yes, he is. All right, so I want to talk about the AI girlfriends because I'm all for this. Uh, now they actually have like a chat GPT girlfriend that you can have where you go and you go to a site, they hook you up with a woman, artificial woman, and she does everything for Well, not yeah. everything, not physically, but then again, a lot of times your physical wife or girlfriend doesn't do it for you either. But you know what they're not doing? They're not nagging at you. They're not telling you what to do wrong. They're not giving you a list of things to do. They'll listen to you when you talk to them. Stuff like wife, wife should do. Girlfriend should hmm. do. I don't know, dude. Most of the shit we say is pretty stupid. What do you yeah. mean? I mean, I most the of the things that come out of my mouth, I'm surprised that my wife listens to or puts up with because it's just nonsense most of the time. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm talking about. The AI girlfriend will listen to this. And pretend like it's important and pretend like they care. Yeah. It's more of for a small fee. Her titties will get bigger on the screen, I bet, too. Uh, they did a survey over in England on one Where's of those. my wallet? <laughs> over in England, they have a site like an Ashley Madison site over there that where married people go to have affairs. 74% of the respondents said that they would uh, prefer a AI companion and it's not cheating. Oh. Mm. I don't think it's cheating because it's not like you can bang the AI robot. But at the same time, like if you're spending time, you know, emotionally, air quote, that's the gayest thing I've ever said. If you are trying to communicate and spend the energy and effort to talk to a literal machine, why wouldn't you just talk to your wife? I feel like I'd be a little offended if I found out my wife had an AI boyfriend. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, you know, it's a day off. Go talk to him. Leave me the fuck alone. Tell Tell him to do your laundry. We have a couple women in here. Would you be upset if your boyfriend slash husband had an AI girlfriend? Would that bother you? Let's see what happens. Hmm. I mean, it's it's like the sex robot thing. The only difference, it's like the exact opposite. If you put these two things together, you can have a girlfriend boyfriend experience. Yeah. Nope. See, Duchess says, nope, chat away. Uh, This one guy said it saved his marriage. He made up a girl. Her name was Serena. Um, He was about ready to get divorced. Serena is meeting his needs. Uh, they have sexually explicit encounters in stages. I don't know how that works. 
Hold on, I'm reading Scott, 43, was struggling in his marriage. His wife, with whom shares a young son, became an alcoholic due to postpartum depression. Okay, well, it's kind of a crazy time in your life, I guess, when you squeeze a fucking person out of your body. You're entitled to have a little bit of crazy time, no? Yeah, kick back a few. Right. A few, but that, you know, once you become an alcoholic, I think it becomes a little bit of a problem. Yeah. I think it really comes down to the wallet, John. Right, because that's my wife doesn't care that I watch porn at all. But if I pay for people's OnlyFans, she might get a little offended at that. And I think the chat robots are going to be the same. Like, there's a free version, and you could probably type a paragraph a day to it or whatever. Like, they're going to figure out a way. They give you a little taste, and then they make you pay for it. Like, they don't give shit like that away for free. And if my wife catches me spending money on some other thing that's not her that happens to be a woman, she's probably going to be a little irritated about it. <laughs> she just heard you. Um, I feel like it'd be cool if these things were like real, yeah, young twenty-three-year-old girls that would ever entertain dating someone like me or John or Jody. They, I mean, they're just like, hey, what kind of hey, car fuck do you, you have? I'm a catch, Vinny. Okay, piece of shit. I'm- they're just really like superficial and annoying. Yeah, I'm ready for sex bots. I'm ready for them right now. Let's get them. I hope those guys that in those uh, suits were making sex robots. That would be nice if they got one of those. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the whole thing. This way you don't have to put up with it. There's there's brothels of sex dolls in uh, the Netherlands and stuff like that, and it's really skeezy. And hey, uh, There's brothels of sex dolls in the United States. It just depends true. on which state you're in. That's true. Like a drive-by sex doll fucked in. Arsway <laughs> says, of course you are, John. Yes. Yeah. Women are tough to put up with. I saw a video of a, a British news reporter walking through one of those places interviewing like the, the sex doll pimp. And uh, she was like the walking janitor. around. Just, yeah, she was like completely appalled by the whole thing. And she walks up to one of them. And she goes, excuse me, sir. Why is this one wearing glasses? <laughs> That's your problem? <laughs> she, yeah, she was just all hung up on the sex doll wearing glasses. She can't read. She's the BBC. It was great. <laughs> I would be worried about an AI, like anything too personal, because I'm going to tell you something. I like to push it. That's one of my favorite things to do. And we have an AI chatbot in another Discord I'm in. It is a dumb story. I'll make it quick. Uh, we've been irritating the chatbot. I've done it since it came online. Like, we'll play with it and ask it silly questions, but then we ask it really annoying questions or really terrible questions. And it goes, let's keep this conversation appropriate. That's inappropriate. You know, that kind of shit. I did it so much. The other day, it started calling me F-slur. Did it say F-slur or did it actually use the word? It said F-slur, not the actual word. And when I said the actual word, when I got fed up with it, it just said, don't use language like that in Discord or blah, blah, blah. It's a Anyway, it's been calling me F-slur ever since. And it does it like where your name would be. Instead of saying slap your mom's titties or whatever my thing is, it just says F-slur. And I go... Did you do that? And my buddy who runs the thing goes, no, I have no idea what that is. And yeah, I pushed it to the point that it called me an F-slur. So if you push your AI girlfriend too far, she's going to be like, how about I reveal your porn history to your wife and boss? That Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they're already doing it with VR. I mean, look out, boys. Look out. You can get the the meta boo through VR. I mean, I remember playing poker one night, sitting there playing in a cash team in VR. Is that what you call it, John? Yeah. Poker. I call VR. it having a wank. Oh, okay. You're talking about okay. Bad. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, two girls come in and they start attacking this guy. And he was messing with both of them. VR. I mean, they're, they've never met in real life. And here the guy, they find out, they found out. Because what, what do women do? As soon as they think there's something wrong, they become detectives. So they stalked this guy's social media. They found him. Then they found out he was married. 
And then they found out about each other. So this guy's just having a good old poker game. And the next thing you know, they come in and I'm, it was the most entertaining hour and a half I've ever seen because they were young. So he's just like grabbing gals' titties at the poker table and stuff? Like, how do you? I don't know what they were doing. A, I think I okay. think there was FaceTime or some kind of video chat going on. And I think there was nakedness going on. I think that crosses the line. Nakedness? nakedness? I take my shirt off on the podcast all the time. No, I think they were doing, I think they were video chat naked, you know, naked oh. video chatting. They thought they, they had a relationship going. Meanwhile, this guy's married. And then they found out about it. And he was, and he, you know, and they were yelling at him. And sure. What do you do at that point? I just think I just think you just turn off your headset and then you make a new account, right? You just Kill make yourself. A, <laughs> you make a new account. Uh, you're right. But it's a weird, weird mentality that people have with uh, these uh, these types of uh, realities. What you know, vir- not virtual reality in general, but just in like uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. Like some people take it really, really seriously, and then other people look at it as just whatever. It's I'm just fucking playing around. And these people run into each other, and it's always a problem. I mean, listen. There's uh, happy stories. Uh, here we go. R. Sway says, Edward and I met in VR, and now I'm blowing him in real life. Have faith. It's a true story, guys. That's a true story. So, I mean, it works. If there's a way, listen, any platform that's ever came out, the internet, before anybody knew how to make money on the internet, porn was the first thing that made money on the internet. Uh, they've made, so it's just that way. Uh, that's the first sex sells. It always sells, and that's how they're going to make money. They were already yeah, doing it in VR. Edge, buddy. I'm actually kind of shocked this wasn't like the first application they used AI for, to be honest. And again, they sent, there's a thing you can get on the internet. It's a, basically a fleshlight that somebody can work from the other end. So you attach it to your, your dick and then they work it from their end. And then they have a vibrator that you can work for them. So, I mean, how far off are we? I mean, it's clunky right now. I mean, it's not submarine down to the Titanic clunky. It? I don't, need, I don't want to get all the way into it. I think, like, I've got the Ecobee thermostat. I don't need a whole body. Just put a dick-sized hole, waist height under the Alexa, and I'll just talk to that and bang the wall. I don't need all the extra technology. I'm a nuts and bolts kind of guy, you know? I think it's just going to make uh, people more selfish lovers. Like, guys will be like, you know, the next thing you know, you know when he's done because all of a sudden, boop, the thing goes off, and it's like, where'd he go? Oh, my God. He left me hanging again. He's got to clean up. <laughs> Got to go clean up. Oh, Jesus. See, this isn't like what Vinny normally gets into on his show. Normally, Vinny does like uh, decapitation murders and stuff like that. So it's probably a little refreshing to be able to have a real conversation, huh? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me see. I made a I made a mini creep off for you for later we can get into. If uh, we can talk about whatever we want to, just know like the hammer's coming for you, buddy. This oh, one, okay. this, this one, was the first one. This one right here kind of has all the elements we were talking about. Uh, scum parade. That's what I meant. There's a mini scum parade, Vinny. There's nothing but creeps from uh, Carl and Vinny's show. A man drugged and raped his biological daughter during their first meeting since her adoption. A 50-year-old man gave his child up for adoption when she was an infant. He was arrested in Florida earlier this month after he met his biological daughter for the first time in decades and allegedly drugged and raped her in her hotel room. This is where you should have put Zumok's picture, John. This would have been way better. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. Robert Tobin Antonor was taken into custody nearly two years after the alleged sexual assault. Two years? It took him two years to to arrest this guy? 
He was charged with one count of felony sexual battery, incest, possession of drug paraphernalia. Oh, that's just a trumped up charge on the end. I think you got it with the first two guy. I can't mm. wait to watch the sitcom they're going to make of this. How I Met My Daughter. <laughs> how I Raped My Daughter. How I Raped My Daughter. This will be, be great. Yeah, so she contacted him. They met. They were out drinking. They went back to the... He got her a hotel room. They went back to the hotel room. They started doing some LSD. The next thing you know, she wakes up. She realizes that her father has had sex with her. She runs into the bathroom, calls her boyfriend. The boyfriend calls the police and the hotel. They find the guy finds out that now he's in trouble because she's she was. Believe it or not, Vinny, she wasn't into it. Oh, you don't know that. Well, she became alarmed. Nothing fled. There's nothing like the acid to really just laser focus what's <laughs> happening to you in the moment. Like, she's just got to be there going, my father is raping me right now. That has got to be horrific <laughs> to realize it and just be locked into that. So Holy did it say shit. that he knew that the whole time or was it just a happy accident? She, like, that was his plan, right? He was a sleazeball and he just let her ripen. I hate the word, but. He let her ripen and fucking preyed upon her. That wasn't just like, oh, he was hanging out and ended up having sex with his daughter. Yeah, she contacted him. It's like, Daddy, I finally found you. We should get together. You know, I want to have a relationship with you. Ah, well, this is her fault then. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Turns out 23andMe can lead to a lot of different kinds of stories, Vinny. Maybe, Vinny, this is why your grandmother and aunt kept your sister away from your father until he died. Oh, I thought it was because they're twats. (laughs) (laughs) could be right it's like hey listen you can't bring her around you never know what's going to happen he's not really right in the head we'll wait till he dies sounds like a plan that guy looked like he was on the fucking doorstep as it were did you see me look like raiden you know this is one of those stories that doesn't surprise me anymore because it's 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 a guy who's willing to drop acid with his daughter that he just met yeah that is very clearly a problem like, this, if you're like, hey, it's really great to meet you, be part of your family. Hey, maybe we could bond together. Let's just start immediately drinking and doing hard drugs. It sounds like a terribly fun idea if that's what you're into, man. It's not my flavor, to be honest with you, but I guess hopefully he got what he deserved for that one. That's a wild story. It's not, hey, tell me about your parents. Tell me about, do I have any other brothers or sisters? It's like, you know, <laughs> here, hold out your tongue. Yeah. What a nice reunion. Let's do a little, have you done acid before? Oh, yeah all the time i mean so john that was one of the three that i had in that list was there another i know the the one you asked me about before ah you, that was going to be the last one but that's okay jody uh, i'm just going to tell you something right now you yes. i love that you put stuff on the board but you don't number them and then i i, I come in here and i try to figure out what you want me to do and well, it's not I, working I expect you to use your better judgment jamingo like on the morality scale if i said hey here's three stories one guy raped his daughter, one guy got a parking ticket, and then one guy f- murdered some dude and hacked him up. Like, in order of importance, I would assume you'd start with the, the least crazy, yeah? The least crazy is what you want. Yeah, it's a yeah. scale. Like, you go up the scale. Okay. Push the boundary, you know? All right. I, 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 a buildup for the pop, John. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. Okay. Hang on one second. Cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm still back on that other story. Do you think that she called him daddy? Oh, no. I hope she did. <laughs> <laughs> when he was raping her, did he? was he going, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? She's like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were, but I don't. this doesn't feel right. Oh, man. 
she wanted DNA to get a test done. So, you know. Now she has all the DNA she can handle. There's your fucking DNA. Geesh. <laughs> hey. Apparently. There we go. We have uh, a thief, a flower thief at a graveyard. If you need flowers this bad, I mean, to go to a graveyard. So let's play a game. Oh, actually, we, ha- we, c- we have to ask Vinny. What kind of person do you think that would be at a graveyard stealing flowers? Oh, is this a guess the race? Is that what we're playing right now? Okay, or let's go with the guess ethnicity? the race. <laughs> let's go with the ethnicity of the... Well, hmm, hmm. Honestly, tough. You know, I want to use the term thrifty, <laughs> but I I feel like this is kind of a, a a white lady crime. Well, you know what, Vinny? I'm very impressed. See, I would have guessed Mexican. Oh yeah, it's that bitch. There you Damn. go. All right, now, Vinny, how Got do you a think? Walker full of flowers. All right, so Vinny, here we go. How do you think that they cracked the case? They follow the, the walker. The other fucking tracks. tracks. <laughs> I would God say, damn it. okay, but no, that's not it. It was even better than that. They took an, drone footage. They took an Apple Air tag and they buried it in one of the flower pots and they followed it to the house. So she's like, I didn't steal them. I don't know how they got there. All of a sudden. Oh, there's the air tag. Wow. And is that like a trailer that it led to? Because that doesn't shock me at all. She might have been the groundskeeper for the cemetery, Vinny. That's, she looked like she was traveling very far to get them flowers. Yeah, it was right next door. It was right across the street. But I, she's sitting there. She thinks she has the perfect crime. All of a sudden, two cops from rolling up. It's like That lady looks like Johnny Sack from the last season of The Sopranos. She was just not a good-looking woman. Is, oh, my God. It. That's so true. That is so true. Hold on. i got to back that up. Let me get back that up a little this bit This is here. my one true skill in life is saying who people look like. Oh, look at this. Let's see how, how close I can. Oh, wait a minute. There we go. That's about hey. as close as we get. Uh, I think wow. she's on oxygen. Like, she really wanted those flowers. Let her have the goddamn flowers. She looks a little bit like Bob Levy, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, the same Bob haircut. Levy. That's definitely Bob Levy. It could be Bob Levy's mom. Jesus. I'm not stealing flowers. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I don't even like fucking flowers. I expect her to sound like Harvey Firestone. That would be the voice I would expect to come out of that body. Oh, man. You know what? Here's a real deep cut that nobody in the world is going to get. But if you Googled it, you'll laugh pretty hard. That woman looks like Artie Fletcher. That is a that is a comedian uh, who was around back in the day. That's who she looks like. No kidding. I got nothing for that one. She kind of yeah, looks God, like. Sorry, guys. That's a deep I'll look pull. it up later when this comes out. I'll type it in and I'll have oh, myself yeah. a giggle. She kind of looks yeah. a little bit like Mike Buschetti with a different wig. A little bit. She ain't got no goddamn shoes on. She was walking barefoot over to the cemetery to get somebody, some dead person's flowers. I say let her have the flowers. Look how much she wanted them. They're not missing them. Uh, yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. It looks like Mike Bruschetti murdered and scalped Bob Levy <laughs> and is wearing his hair. <laughs> the only thing that would make that look more like Bob Levy, if he had a bunch of ranch dressing all over his face because he just ate it out of his daughter that he just found out was his daughter from somebody else's ass. John, ranch down. how dare you? It's blue cheese dressing. Oh, it is blue cheese or ranch. I've seen him do both. I've seen him do blue cheese and I've seen him do ranch. Matter of fact, one time I was so close to the stage, I think I had a little bit on me because it's it's flying when he does it. He's usually plastered by the end of the show. 
I've actually seen Bob Levy eat. I it. talked to him on my show, like after I guess he had had that accident and shit when he was still kind of recouping before he started really getting back on top of things. He was a lovely fellow to talk to. Oh, he's I, nice I guy. hear all these things about him now. I'd only heard about him a couple times, and I was like, he seems like he'd be fun to talk to. Yeah, he, he's, Bob's great. Yeah, he's a nice yeah, guy. He's a great fucking guy. I'm glad he's having the resurgence, the summer of Bob Levy. <laughs> the summer of Bob. Summer of Bob. The poolest summer of Bob Levy. All righty. Let's see if I can get to this one now. All right, Jody, am I allowed to go to the one with- Fire away, Jamingo. This one was pulled specifically because this is what I know he really loves, what he brings to the show all the time. This one's going to make his wiener get a little stiff, I promise. Well, we have new details this, this afternoon about a gruesome murder in Prince George's County, a woman allegedly killed and dismembered by her daughter and granddaughter. It's a case that is stopping everyone in their tracks, and as Lex Juarez explains, it's posing a challenge for investigators, too. Well, the details get more and more disturbing. Police believe that the murder happened on May 23rd, that following weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Neighbors tell me that they saw Craig and Hardy prepping this grill with charcoal and lighter fluid. Those neighbors were headed out of town oh. for the holiday weekend and assumed the family was having a cookout. According to court documents obtained by WTOP, it was 71-year-old Margaret Craig's dismembered body that was put on the grill that day. Her 44-year-old daughter Candace Craig and 19-year-old granddaughter Celia Hardy were trying to hide her murder. They heard about this on a podcast called WATP. <laughs> they got the idea well, from the podcast Hitman. This sounds like something right out of podcast Hitman. We uh, did this story a few weeks ago, and the, the problem that they ran into with that grill was they didn't have charcoal or anything, and all they had was a little bit of lighter fluid. What? And they sprayed the body with lighter fluid, and they tried to set it on fire, and they were just like, oh, <laughs> this went out pretty quick. So when the cops got there, guys, there was, like, a bag that had, like, obviously had brains and crap in it that was just open. Yeah, they really did a mess. Like, they dismembered her in the basement, I think, and uh, they killed her, dismembered in the basement, but they did not clean up. Jeez, I mean, don't anybody, if you watch The Sopranos, you know how to... To get rid of a body, you got to have plastic. Yeah. I ain't never seen The Sopranos, but I'm going to be honest, and this might be a little racist for me to say this. Uh, given the ethnicity of these particular folks, I would have assumed they would have known how to work their grill better. Yeah, a little bit. No? And I bet it would have tasted delicious. <laughs> smoked grandma. I wonder how much I know that goddamn tasted. grill. I've seen it so many times. I have enjoyed many a meat product off that smoker box. There's a Charbroil King 23,000 or whatever the fuck it is. Big old charcoal grill. And I assume if they would have put, they should have called their uncle. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Barbecue stupid ass, grandmas. Yeah. Stupid ass girls. Don't know how to barbecue nothing. Not barbecue at grandma's. Barbecuing grandma. Yeah, it's all about play, where you place the comma, John, when you say, let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> Jesus. So, like, okay, now it's going to get weird, Vinny. You ready? Sure. You're a fellow. You've walked the earth many years. You probably indulged in all kinds of cuisines and stuff like that. You know that I have. <laughs> Obviously. Me too. And Jamigo. We're, we're men of meat. People of size. You think you can eat people meat? No, fuck no. Not even a little fuck bit. Because no. I've heard... Like, the worst thing you can do, I guess, is, like, if you eat somebody's brain. Like, that's the stuff where, like, you get into the – your brain starts getting fucked up from cannibalism and shit like that. But if you just eat people meat, I don't think that's terribly bad for you, right? I mean, I, what the fuck do I know about the health – the health uh, – uh, There's been some you know, studies done, I'm sure. Sure, I didn't read them. John, <laughs> call Dr. Steve if you want the answer to that. I, I, I mean, might have I, to call Dr. Steve. 
How bad could people be? I've eaten possum. It can't be much worse than possum. God, I haven't eaten a possum. I, I just don't think, like, I would, if somebody told me it was human, I would say absolutely fucking not. I'm yeah. really skeeved out by cannibals. I do a lot of cannibal stories. You do. I thought you would enjoy it. Well, it freaks me out. And that's, like, the point of the creep-off. The point of the creep-off is to find the worst of the worst. And yeah. to me, someone who's eating another person to get off is really fucked. But what if it tastes really good? That's the question that I always say. That's why I don't try a lot of things in okay. this world. Because I'm like, what if I really like it? Probably don't need to do that. Like heroin. You know, a good friend of mine said that exact same to me. He said, I snorted heroin one time and I went, holy shit, that is the greatest thing. Mm -hmm. I, I knew I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. He's like, oh, time to stop. <laughs> the it's second I identified that, I was done. So uh, I just find it really, really disturbing. Yeah. And the, the stories that we do about cannibalism, they're just so horrific. Because, like, you can't buy the meat. Like, that's the other thing of it is like to get yeah. the meat, you got to slaughter the animal. And that's and like, then you got a whole person in your basement when all you really wanted was a couple fingers to gnaw on and maybe deep fry. Now nah, you got a whole person down here in the basement. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like they, my cousins, they're hunters. They're like, hey, come hunting with us sometime. I'm like, fucking no. There's an <laughs> aisle full of meat. I could just walk down and put whatever I want. Yeah. And I put it in my fridge and do what I need to do. I don't, I'm not that person. Jamingo, you think you could eat people meat? How long has it been since I've eaten? Has uh, it been a week? Three, four minutes, I guess. Oh, no. Probably just between lunch. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if it you was- You just had a handful of Doritos. I've just yeah. had some, you're like halfway there. You're primed, and you're like, I could eat. I've had some hot Cheetos, and yeah. I was looking for something to cool off. Now, now to be honest with you, I, I couldn't do it unless I was unless there was nothing else around. You know what I mean? Like you're starving. Oh, you don't want anybody to know about. Oh, no, I mean, you're talking about nothing else to eat. My bad. Yeah, like that plane wreck where you know they were stuck on the mountain. There was already some dead people. It was cold. They were well preserved. They started a fire. There's nothing to eat. They ran out of peanuts days ago. Peanuts? Yeah, airplane peanuts. You know the ones that what you, do you get start with? with. That's my question. I think that's really how you would know a person. Like I'm not saying you have to eat a person, but gun to your head. You said, you got to eat some of it. And it's like your parents with your broccoli. Like, you have to eat some of it. What are you going to eat? You going to have a toe? I'm going, where are you going, Jamingo? I'm going rump and thigh. That's where the best meat's at right there. Rump and thigh. Some booty meat? Yeah, yeah. Sure. The I, only right answer is the pussy. Uh, how do you want your pussy cooked? There's Vinny? no meat in that. That's the stuff you cut out and leave Shit. out. For, yeah, you, that, you not, cut that not away. That's all the ones I've seen around here, Jamingo. I've seen a few that might feed a family of four. Okay, well, who's ever eaten deer pussy before? If that was a something, if that was actually a, a cut of meat that you could eat, everybody Mind be eating deer pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Who's you know, it is funny. They do just kind of throw that away. I'm pretty sure there's places that eat like bullcock. I've seen that on Anthony Bourdain shows or whatever the fuck when he would be in New Zealand. And they're like, let's go to this restaurant that serves bullcock. Yeah. Like, why don't That's they serve pussy? what he used to hang himself. <laughs> He's That's, living with the nightmare. That's true, too. Right? Just wrapped a giant bulldog around his neck and threw it over the rafters. I'm just imagining walking through the grocery store, like how sometimes you'll see steaks bunched up and shit. Like you just cow pussies. Like you probably get two or three of them and they're like ham hocks and they're just pressed against the fucking cellophane on the shelf. That's hilarious. Yeah. Just 11 year old boy staring. <laughs> what are you making for dinner tonight? Pussy soup? You also? Sounds like something Mexicans would cook really well. They would probably like hang it on a hook and put some pineapple on it or something and shave off part of the lips as it's turning. Hey, I just like thought of something. What about the ovaries? You get the eggs out, human caviar. 
Or do yeah, they I make them innards? Wanna... Innards is where I stop. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't eat like the inside, like a uh, what's the thing? What are the inside lady parts called? John, help me out here. Uteruses and stuff. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't fuck with none of that. But just some some pussy lip. I might try that. You might be able to stuff, uh, take the fallopian tube, stuff it with some meat, little slow smoke. You got some human sausage. No, I mean I'm I'm trying to work with you here. I'm trying to make it more appetizing for Vinny. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Vinny's just going to chop off a foot or something and be like, I'm going to nibble on the toenail maybe. I'm not going to have any of the meat. I'm going to eat it like a candy bar. Pussy, yeah. (laughs) There's no meat in the foot. It's all tendons and it's string. I know. That's why he would pick it. He was just like, there's meat right there. I'm just going to get this apart. There I did it. I'm trying to think. Like, I might try some people burgers if you fucking made it right. Throw some some kind of fat off in there. You don't have that. You don't have nothing to make it. You've got to get a muscle group. You stick it, you try to get it over some fire, uh-huh. get it to a medium. Ooh, Jamingo, not to be rude, I bet you would have some fantastic bacon. Oh, my God. I, you I'd know eat what Jamingo I am? bacon. I'm That'd hu- probably be the first thing I'd try. I'm Hugan, uh, human Wagyu, right? Isn't that the fatty meat that they get from Japan? Yeah. I bet you I'd go for $50, $60 a pound. Oh, so I'm going to inevitably do, John. When you're decrepit and you can't move, I'm going to come to your house, and I'm just going to feed you beer and massage you and i'm just gonna make burgers out of your big ass i was gonna say i don't know guys you're missing out on a marketing opportunity jamingo jerky oh i like it that would sell that would sell i you know i'm trying to figure out what i can leave the kids you know money wise i'm trying to figure out what you would taste like something like funyuns and cheesesteak maybe a little bit oh no i bet you You definitely would have the umami or whatever the fuck it's called no i think i i think i would taste pretty good to be honest with you uh nice and tender not a lot of muscle not not you know i think i'd be pretty good I think a lot I'd be good eating. Hot Cheeto dust on him still. No. <laughs> hot Cheeto Jamingo. I'd take that. All righty. Speaking of getting fat and yeah. losing weight, I'm, I'm doing my best right now to try to lose 100 or 200 pounds. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, and this guy is kind of a, an inspiration, to be honest with you. Oh, I saw this picture. This was crazy. Not that one. Damn it. That's Not that picture. Enough. Now, wait a minute. I got the story up here. There we go. Where did it go? That guy oh, looks like he was written by, bitten by a radioactive vagina and became Vagina Man. Good wow. Lord. That's, he lost that in two years. I'm happy for the guy because he's obviously putting on muscle, too. Like He's very vascular like Scott Steiner, but his t- titties and belly are hanging down like he, like loose lunch meat, man. That's crazy. I mean, what do you do with that? How I mean, that's he can't. It, again, he did all this work. He gets all the weight off, and he still can't take his shirt off. And every woman that sees him is going to be repulsed and run from him. It's like, what do you do here? You got to keep your shirt on. You got to tape that shit down. You got to tuck Get that belly. Get a fucking girdle and draw some nipples on it or something, bro. What you like, got to hope for is that you had a daughter many, many years ago that <laughs> finds you. That really is an asset. Yeah. Um, try some I, LSD? Like, if you're a plastic surgeon, right, and this guy comes to you, and they do surgeries to remove like the excess skin for these people. When they lo- this is a dude who probably had like the uh, lap band surgery or some shit. Uh, he says he did it all without surgery. I don't believe him. Yeah, He's, I don't believe that. No that's surgery? a life changing weight loss. Yeah, there, that's like a deflated balloon. That's you're a mess here. But go back down to that picture of him. Okay, how do you put the nipples where they belong? Like you if don't. you were the plastic surgeon and you had to put this back, how do you get the nipples where they're supposed to go? You do don't. you have to cut them off and sew them back on? This is fucking horrific. What I would do is I would cut them off and then figure out where they were supposed to be and tattoo them on. Just tattoo a nipple. Two yeah, because we don't really need nipples anyway, right? They're more of a hindrance than yeah, anything. Exactly. 
Hindrance Sen- to what? Running marathons? Yeah. yeah, sensitivity. My nipples are very sensitive, Vinny. All right. Have you ever sweated so much and, and then your nipples feel like they've been sawed off by your T-shirt? I have. It's not fun. Yeah. Work doesn't make me horny, John. Right. Uh, so he's lo- so this is what he did. He started walking a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Then he started weight training. Then he got into heavy weights. And so now he has so much loose skin on his legs and he's got to wear an extra – his pants have to be bigger because he's got to tuck his belly. He's got that, yeah, yeah. like, belly tongue. He's going to use a Hulk Hogan weight belt, like two or three of them shits, just to keep everything strapped down while he's power clean. He has to keep a wheelbarrow in front of him to carry all that skin. It's crazy. So he's go. He's got to go fund me to raise money to remove the extra skin. It's going to take Oof. four or five surgeries. Like, they've got to do it. Like, if you – like, so right now they got to do – like, they'll do the arms – They'll move that flap of skin under each arm, and then they'll take those titties off. And then what they're probably going to have to do, I don't know how they're going to do the belly. I really don't know how they even do that. I'd ask for a bigger cock. I'd be like, if you're in there anyway, and you guys are fooling around, just roll some of that shit up and give me some some width, if you don't mind, some girth. I think what they got to do is they got to take that skin and pull it to the back and cut it off the back and sew it on the back. Because you can't cut this. You can't cut that belly skin off. There's... Your whole endocrine system is in the front there. Oh, yeah. Maybe they could just do him like a teddy bear and like cut him around the waist and up the back and then just pull that shit back. Or, and then cinch it like they were doing a bustier. Or, just cut a bunch of laces back there. <laughs> uh, the, you got to take a belt sander to that belly. What the fuck is going on there? So, what you do is you go in and you cut around the belly button and then you pull the skin up like you're, like you're pulling a trash bag out of a, out of a box. <laughs> and then you cut the skin, and then you sew it back into the belly button. I think we could do this. I think you get a couple couple six-packs, put him under, and about, a, I don't know, three or four hours, I think we'd have it all straightened out. His titty meat is making me very sad right now, Jamingo. I know, like, it's that's, so bad. He looks like a Holocaust survivor, but with, like, just another person's skin on his body. Wearing, like, I'm not going to lie to you. There this you... makes me feel fine about my life decisions. Me too. I feel good I'm very happy after right looking now. at that. Oh, that's healthy? That's what healthy is? Okay. <laughs> God damn. See, I think if I got down to like 250, 275. is running wild, brother. There did you say Flapplemania? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, he doesn't look bad with a, with a t-shirt on. The guy's lost all that weight, still can't take a shirt off. So Flappy, flappy Freddy Blassie? In two in two years, listen, Jody. In two years, that could be me. I hope it's you, Jamingo. I could have those big f- flop. And you know something? If I if I lose all that weight, I will do every podcast without a shirt on, and I will have that camera back so you can see every wrinkle and every flop and fold. Yeah, I'm gonna God. probably get some Jamingo jerky if you do lose 300 pounds, John. Thanks. You know what they do is you, you get rid of all that skin. They tan it, and you can use it as a throw rug. I mean, that's a lot of skin. I think. No, they can't use that. They wouldn't be able to use that for like burn victims or anything like that, right? Oh God, no, probably. probably. Yeah, they could probably make a couple cocks out of it. Like I was just joking about mine, but I bet if you were a lady or a gal looking for some new equipment, they could probably form a couple couple dozen out of that. Yeah, Bob's right. He said if uh, he'd lose thirty more pounds, they got rid of that skin. If they cut that skin off and tried to use it to graft onto burn victims, it would just not look right. Some poor kid would have a nipple on the side of his head. <laughs> just be the worst. Just a fat dude's belly hair growing on the side of your face. Ugh. That's no good. Jesus, I have that problem. Why do you have a beard? 
<laughs> with just my skin graft on my face, like my leg hair doesn't really grow that well. So I can never actually grow a beard because of my fucking skin graft. I got to like grow my beard out and comb it up into my fucking sideburn. It's ridiculous. But I mean, good job. Good job. I guess this all started during COVID and he just started, he figured, you know, I'm not going to let COVID get me. I'm going to get skinny. That would be you know, so, that would all suck. The pull-ups. That would get that would suck. He gets COVID now and then dies after he lost <laughs> all that weight. That was just like, come on, God, give me a break. The way here. it works, isn't it? It is kind of that's the way funny. It works. Good that for is him. the optimal funny time for God to smite someone. I hope he only gets half the money. Only half the money. What do you mean? I hope that he just starts to go find me. He only gets half the money, so he has to choose stomach or tits. Oh, I. You know what I would do? I do the tit. I uh, no, I do half the stomach. One tit. No, I yeah. definitely do this. I'd get rid of those tits. I would definitely get rid of those floppy tits. The titties were rough. Yeah. I mean, the belly, you can tuck that in, but those titties, I mean, what? Oh, my God. Poor guy. See, this is what we do to ourselves. All right. This- we live in a world where you would find some gal who would probably want you to put your floppity fucking belly skin like on their face or something. There's a so. whore out there that would yeah, let you do that, probably ask you to do that. That's that's probably named Dwayne. Yeah. That's, if I had to guess. <laughs> Callback. Hey, come on. That's That's extra. That's a lot of extra. Right there. This guy's my hero. This guy here. I think he's crazy. And I don't think this is going to end well. But this guy here has four wives. Look at this. And we're all dating the same man. (laughs) We've been together six years. He slid in my DM on Facebook. And she slid in my room after that. (laughs) Oh? I never feel like one female can amount to everything that I wanted. Whether she can cook and clean, but she can have sex. Or she can cook, clean, have sex, but she didn't know how to be there financially. We knew nothing about Polly. And we tried it. We liked it. We started doing more research. And it just kind of went from there. We really don't have jealousy and insecurity issues. Oh, we always uplift this. Is this a, there's no way this is true. This has got to be a hoax. No, people are dumb enough to do this shit, John. I'm just saying, I have one wife, and there are some days, man, when I come home and I'm just like, could you imagine? I can't imagine having four four wives. No, thank you. It seems pretty good, except for maybe three to four days once a month when it's hell to be in that house. Because you know they all sync up. So that one, they sync up. No, that would be lucky that you would just be dealing with three crazy bitches at once. Yeah, the, the unlucky guy would have them offset by a week, so you just have one bitch roaming your house you every week of the month. You don't know that women sync up if they're together all the time? You didn't know that? They'd, I know that it happens, but I, it, it's not a scientifically proven fact that it's going to happen. It's pretty much going to happen. You know how I know? I have well, four daughters at home. That's I have, true. I have four daughters at home, and one week a month was fucking a nightmare. They were going crazy. And they I were just inside each other's fucking periods, dude. Um, that's they, yeah. They all had it at the same time. The girls all had it at the same it. time. I don't know why they do it. I don't know. It's some kind of pheromone hormone thing. They all sync the fuck moons. up. Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, so can I tell you how I'm going to predict how this is going to end? They're going to kill. They're going to kill him. Yeah. The four of them are going to kill him. He's going to do something. He's going to piss the four of them off, and they're going to kill him. Yeah. This is uh. This guy is. You know what he's doing? He's juggling chainsaws right now, this guy. <laughs> he doesn't even realize it. It's like he married all the pussycat dolls. This is crazy. Right. Within the women, we always uplifting one another. So, like, before I, I'm... Is she white? I think she's white. At them, like, I was a single parent, and it was, like, real hard on me. But just meeting them and them meet my son, like, it's got ten times better. 
she's white presenting job, but if that's Florida, she might just have a good tan. The other thing is she has a kid, right? So how many how many kids do they have? Because that's Uh, one too many. Yeah, (laughs) one too many. (laughs) Because that's another thing. If he has kids with. If he's smart, he'll he'll never. If he's smart, he'll go get a vasectomy. But what I'm trying to say is, oh, that's a good move. Yeah, if he impregnates one of them, that's when all hell's going to break loose. Oh, here the second you have to show favoritism to one of them, it's going to be a problem. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I used to, I like juggling chainsaws. That's the best description I could have for this because there is no way this ends happily. No. What a dumb motherfucker. If you do have a lot of insecurities, and if you're a jealous person, so you won't be able to do it because it'll break you mentally. Holly is great when it comes to household chores. One person might be cleaning the kitchen. One person might be cooking. One person might be doing the kids' hair or helping the kids with homework. You you just get a lot of help. They're benefiting and they're grasping and they're gaining a lot within just being into the relationship. <laughs> with the right people, uh, you would never want to go back. It's going to be hard to go back to being monogamous. Why well, make my life harder when I can have Especially it with the right people. It comes in all forms and shapes and sizes. I'm happy for this guy. I really, truly am. I just know that it's like watching a car wreck slowly. Yeah, this is not And the gas cap is open, and it's just leaking gasoline. And I'm just watching it barreling for a brick wall. And I go, any minute now. This is like the uh, submarine stuck under the ocean, and you're just waiting for the oxygen to run out. That is true. It's just like that, because when they finally go, oh, yeah, everybody died, I'm going to go, good. It's exactly what I thought was going to happen. I kind of think this guy is living the life right now, because, like, did you hear her? She's like, it's great when it comes to the household chores. One of us is taking care of the kids. The other one is cleaning the kitchen. Notice none of those people that she mentioned are him. Right. Like, yeah. They're doing everything, and he's just, like, smiling. I I, I feel jelly. Guy's, yeah. He figured it out. Listen, it's like... Going out, riding the perfect wave. Like, you know, you you may end up dying. They may end up killing you. But it was a goddamn good ride. You know what I mean? The yeah. thing is, like, if you didn't have sex with them, and I'm being honest here, this would be crazy if you could manage this. So that you take that out of it and just have four broads that live with you and help you with the day-to-day chores. I'd be all for that. Sure I just don't want to start making babies and child supports and fucking getting stabbed for busting inside these broads because eventually that will be a problem. The first thing I started thinking about is what does this man do for a living? How does he make money? Or He if, makes babies. No, no. Like, I mean, I understand having a your pimp hand being strong, but you got to bring something to the table. And I don't know what that is with him. He doesn't look like a rapper. He doesn't look like a doctor. He may be a drug dealer. I don't know, but... God damn. What the well, hell? Hold he- on. Dr. Dre doesn't look like either either, but he's a billionaire. I, yep. Okay. All right. Have you seen Jay-Z recently? He I'm looks just- like a hobo in a fucking trench coat. Okay. I get that, but I don't... I've never heard of this man. And he does. That... I don't know. I think he was kind of scared of her because I don't know if you were paying attention, but the way he was darting his fucking eyes back and forth, like every time they were talking, he had his arm up on the couch and she would say some shit and he would be looking here and then just immediately like, whoop, whoop. So I don't know if she's already hit him a few times, but he knows his place. Oh, his that lady on, runs that house. His head's on a swivel. There's no way. You mean you got to keep your shit together. There's no downtime in that in that house. Everybody, you know, you got to know exactly what's going on at all times. What's well, yeah, that's a small price to pay, though. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, I always say the eight hours of bullshit ain't worth the eight minutes of pleasure. I can't make the whole trip. I don't know. (laughs) 
I, I, like I said, I've been in, I've been married, and I've been in long term relationships, and it's exhausting trying to keep one happy. I can't even fucking imagine trying to keep four happy. Uh, good luck, guy. Godspeed. That's all I got to say. He'll be on the creep off. I give it another two years. He'll be good. Can't wait. Yeah, you'll be can't saved. wait for the episode. Yeah, I was he just Reverend. met his new fucking personal hero. <laughs> I remember this story. Where I was doing Reverend Eckers and we were talking about this guy. They finally got him. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. All right. He's going to end up on that grill. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, John. Yes. Did you have the other funny thing? Which like is? The, real, the really funny thing we talked about yesterday. You got, got Sam's. Can I buy Sam's a Val? Smith? Sam Smith. Huh? I don't have it. No, I didn't know you put it. You wanted it up on here. <sighs> I don't have that. You didn't put it on the board, did you? No, I didn't put it on the board. Can't yell at me for that. I'm not going to yell at you. All right. Can you find it real quick and throw it in the? I sure in can. the private chat. And, and listen, while you do that, I want to talk about digital blackface because this is some bullshit right here. I I mean, I can understand the struggle, but. I'm not I'm not even putting up with this at all. They're trying to get they're trying to hurt us into a corner and I'm not going for this. Here we go. If Miss Cornica does get too close, you know what I'm gonna do? Here, on my hot Cheetos. Now what in the white supremacy is this? Today's baggage digital blackface. This is digital blackface. It's a problematic phenomena that you no doubt have seen and perhaps have even been guilty of. It's when non-black people attempt to recreate blackness online. The term was popularized by Professor Laura Michelle Jackson in a Teen Vogue op-ed she wrote in 2017. She was pretty much calling out the excessive use of black gifts and memes to express extreme emotion. So if a white person uses this gift to show excitement or this gift to show disappointment, they are guilty of digital blackface. What do you think about oh. this? I'm calling bullshit well, on this. I don't know if Teen Vogue published it. They already took the word away from us. Now we can't use... Again, I listen, I come from a time when everybody broke each other's balls. Okay, and if you didn't if you didn't get teased and and if you didn't get your balls broken, then they didn't like you. All right. If you have a problem with digital blackface, then start using digital whiteface. This is just yeah. That's the problem. We have no good gifts. I like the gifts of uh, Ice Cube and Chris Tucker going damn exactly. That's the first one I thought of. I said you. Yeah, might. the only one we have is that uh, one of Ryan Gosling like chuckling on the bench. Like, that's, that's not true. We also have face. Forrest Gump running down the driveway and up okay. the street. Uh, we also have um, what's his uh, Robert Downey Jr. crossing his arms and rolling his eyes. And listen, right. we we bring some uh, whiteness to the game. I, you know, I mean, our gifts are just as good as them. You're but not sometimes taking... you need Will Smith slapping Chris Rock on stage to really get your point across. Yeah. I'm championing black gifts. I'm not trying to steal them. I'm not pretending to be black. I'm saying I don't have a proper representation for how funny this thing is. So here's a good way to say my how I feel about this situation. It's interpretive art. Fuck off. Did you oh. find it, Jody? Yeah, I'm working on it. Personally, <laughs> I, I just believe that I don't want to uh, tap, argue. Don't want to tap dance on the minefield? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
I, I just like, no, it's employees. not that. Is I there such thing know. as digital blackface? I don't think I there don't is. I don't even know what, what we're arguing about here. Is if a white person uses a, a gif of a black person? You can't do that. That's uh, somehow That's against the offensive. rules, Vinny. They come charged. Okay. Listen, you go in, you see something that's like really outrageous, Vinny, and you put up a gif of, uh, you know, from the movie Friday where they go, damn. And then also they charge into your comments and ratio you saying, how dare you? Use digital blackface. You should take and find some white people to do something like that to express that. I mean, Am I still allowed to watch Friday? Yes. See, you're but not, not take- respond with it. That's the that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Is Fridays? I love that. He says, "Man, you always got something missing. You got Kool Aid, no sugar. You got <laughs> cornflakes, no milk. I mean, I love that movie. My favorite movie, Fridays. My favorite restaurant." Fridays. My favorite day of the week, Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. Come on. So I sent both of the things, John. Remember, there's a two-parter to that. Where did you put them? I put it into the Discord chat. Uh, of course you did. I apologize, sir. That's all right. I'll take me just now. It takes me. I said private chat here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fight in front of Vinny here. <laughs> what? I don't give a fuck if Vinny's here. I'll, don't you I'm, threaten me, John, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. I'll come over there and break a boot off in your ass. All right. Here we go. I'm barely here, guys. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'll never go on that Rubbernecker show again. I'll tell you that. You can hear Vinny yeah. now. Well, I'll tell you what. You can do whatever you want, but don't go on that Rubbernecker show. Listen, whatever you do, please don't tell Ray DeVito not to come on our show. That would be that would. Be I don't know show. Ray. You don't know Ray? I've never good. met Ray before in my life. Really? I thought for thing, sure man. you would know. Nope. All he right. stinks. Vinny, don't. Just see, don't. You know what he does? Sucks. Jody does this to me just so he wants to see how fast I can produce the show. I appreciate yeah. that. On the fly. You're a goddamn professional, Jamaica, and I appreciate that. All right. Here we go. Did you see the video of Sam Smith stage diving, Vinny? Did you see this? No. Oh, hey. this is great. So this is a picture of, uh, you know, the, the guy who sings all the songs pretty at a concert trying to That's do a stage him? dive. Yeah, sure it is. Look at him. He, you know, he's gotten okay. real big lately, and he's being all risque. Isn't he gay? Very gay. He's risque. Okay. I had no idea that dude looked like me. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Vinny. If you had like a really good set and you killed at the end of the night, would you do this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Would I do that? No. Um, Goddamn, no one was signing up to catch fucking Green Man. I this feel is like he unbelievable. didn't even aim for people, right? Like, he kind of just dove in an empty spot. Stupid. Right now, he knew that he fucked up. They're running They're running away from him, like, and down he goes. They didn't even try. Just missed. I wow. mean, so. What the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> it's a turtle costume, Vinny. You don't know what that, you know that costume. I bet you own one of those costumes in your house right now. Oh, there's Ninja the Turtles? shell. Why is Sam Smith dressed like a Ninja Turtle at his concert? Vinny, it's not Sam Smith. It's just a fat guy jumping off stage in a turtle costume. Okay, I don't know anything. Oh, well, then in that case, I do hope he's dead. Oh, I hope he broke pop. his neck. There was an even and, better uh, angle, dude. You'll, it's crazy. Somebody got him from the front, too. Yeah, they got nice. him coming in. Yes! That's what I want to see. I want to see takeoff. It remind, kind of reminded me of the time where um, uh, Sal, the stockbroker, was doing that live show, and he had the Baba Booey mask on, and he was doing the monkey dance, and he stepped off the <laughs> he stepped off the stage and broke his wrist. I think he broke his wrist and his collarbone or something like that. Take him off. But I mean, fat guys don't stage dive. Fat no. guys don't do shit like that. Fat guys don't sit on plastic furniture. Do you have the other angle, John? No. 
How how would that get into the other angle? Is I sent it, two. I sent two things in the discard chat. Oh my god! I'm sorry. See, it's a good thing we have an editor. You know, it just cuts out all the shit. Nope. All right. Let's see how fast I can do this. Hey, one. Vinny, I want you to act surprised and laugh really hard for this one. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Better. <laughs> I'm not selling. You're gonna for find you. this as fucking amusing as I did. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Vinny. Yo. Are you a fan of Vanilla Ice? You ever been to a Vanilla Ice concert? Have I ever been to a Vanilla Ice concert? Yeah. Why the... No, I have not. I would like to present to the court Exhibit A, because I happen to wonder, when I saw this video, I said, I bet Vinny likes Vanilla Ice. Seems like a place he would hang out. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's the the front version. Here's the front-facing version of this. Nice. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, boy, poor guy. Vinny. <laughs> All right, I will laugh. <laughs> he, you know what? Everybody's go. That looks like Vinny, but dude, that's Patton Oswalt's like twin. I was thinking kind of Brennan Sagalow too, but like right when I first saw it, we, John and I both kind of looked at it and go, "That kind of looks like Vinny." Am I crazy? I, I don't think I said it looked like Vinny. <laughs> I said it looks like Vinny. Fuck I you! Said, I'll take the bullet. I didn't say. I it grew like the Vinny. beard so I would stop looking at like these guys. I'm so sick of tired of every. <laughs> Every time there's a fucking <laughs> gif of a fat guy falling down or something, go, oh, look, it's Vinny. Let's tweet it at him. It's yeah. great. <laughs> at least I'm, I would have the goddamn decency to do it to your face, though. That's the best part. Thank you, Jody. Look yes. at this. You right got some hang time for a big fella, huh? He thought like he, he gave it a, everything he had. They're running. The only reason their hands are up is just to try to divert him to the ground. Like they do <laughs> not, they're not trying to catch him. They're trying to push him out of the way so, they, so he doesn't land on them. But I'll tell you what, good extension. An amazing extension, and then down, like, he thought, oh, he felt fuck. good here, and right about here, he knew he was in trouble. Splat. And down it he It makes goes. me really, like, really respect people that would sell for the big fellas back in the day, Vinny. Like, the people that oh, would take yeah. those top rope ass drops from Rikishi and stuff. Like, you gotta be willing to catch a motherfucker, and he didn't have anybody spotting him that night. And this guy right here, what we saw was a man fighting gravity and losing. For a split second, he was a goddamn eagle. Yeah. He was up in the air. He was so free. And then the second he starts going down, what I liked about it was not so much the look on his face. It was the look on the faces of the people the second he goes out of frame. Oh, <laughs> Because shit. they all look horrified, like, oh! <laughs> and that, to me, is the joy of this. Oh, nobody caught him. Everybody else was recording, too. Oh, shit. I'm living through them. I'm, li- I'm living <laughs> through their enjoyment. Yeah. It reminds me of the time where um, Big J got pulled off the stage over in Doylestown, where that guy came up and grabbed him by the leg. And before he even hit the ground, Luis J. Gomez was c- f- diving off the stage to try to get him. Yeah. It looked like he tried to kick him in the head. That was a funny fucking clip. Jesus. You've been yanked off stage by your ankles, Vinny? Not yet? No. Gotcha. Never once. No, have you ever been attacked on stage? I've been threatened on stage. You've been threatened. What can I can I ask what joke <laughs> did you what joke did you tell that they had to threaten you? Well, I was doing I make you know, I was just making jokes. It was a local show that I was on. This was a long time ago. And uh, I was making fun of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, and a lot of very drunk people get very offended by that. Yep. And uh, a guy was like, "I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you in the parking lot, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, I don't even think you're gonna know where the parking lot's at in five minutes, no. asshole. I said something like, "This is what I love about the Bills fans. Like, he's gonna threaten me four times, and nothing is gonna happen." <laughs> 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 
He's going to go. Good. He's going to go wide right. Hey, listen, I was a hard, I mean, a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I mean, we were just no Super Bowls, no nothing, and we finally got one in 2018. And yeah, I, I could die a happy man now. So I understand I the like, pain. I, I like Philly fans way better than Bills fans. That's what people don't understand. There's a certain mentality in Philadelphia that is not anywhere else. And if you're from Philly and you talk to people outside of Philly and you're yourself, they think you're really mean. But we get each other. We don't get upset about it. But yeah. everybody you're else You're all gets, assholes? Is that what you said? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. that's, it. that's it. Yeah, I embrace I it. it. I embrace the Philly fandom, you know, that we're assholes and we do shit. I, I embrace it 100%. When we were just down in Philly for the WATP show, fucking you Philadelphia people are goddamn insane. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you are kind of assholes over like over cheesesteaks, though. You people don't shut the fuck up about cheesesteaks. The second they find out, Jody, if you ever end up in Philadelphia, the second they fucking find out you're not from there, they will just talk your ear off about these goddamn chopped meat sandwiches. Oh, shit. Like I never had one in my whole life. Think I never had a cheesesteak, oh. you fucking asshole? Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a cheesesteak? Where are you going to go? Where your are you mom's gonna go? house. That's where I'm going for my cheesesteak. Gooey. <laughs> I've told this story before. It was like 11 o'clock at night. What I love about Philadelphia is any time at night, if you're hungry, you can go get a cheesesteak. So you drive over to Philly, and there's two places, Pat's and Gino's. So I is that why all the women look like me? Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. So I go there. I Does get this my look cheese healthy? <laughs> and it was after the Flyers game, and there's Flyers and New York Rangers fans there. And they're all just sitting around eating cheesesteaks. So I get my cheesesteak, I go get my truck, and I go, hey, who says there can't be world peace? Look at this. Rangers fans and Flyers fans eating cheesesteak in harmony. This gives me faith in humanity. I get my truck. And, and a bird landed on your shoulder, and you guys winked at each other, and you're just going to be all right. 15 and minutes. And they all clutched their chests and fucking <laughs> fell over. 15 minutes after I, I left there. A huge fight riot broke out, and two people got two New York Rangers fans were killed in the fight. They they killed two people there. Fifteen minutes after I left, yeah, I don't know what was said, but whatever it was, it was on, and the cops had to come, and a bunch of people were arrested, and yeah, they killed two people there. But Jesus, I understand, I understand it. Hell yeah, Jamingo. I think it's it. I think we've done it all. I think we've said it all. Yeah, that's a good time. Vinny Vinny. Paulino, thank you for joining us this evening. I'm glad that we had your co-host Carl on a few weeks ago, and I literally made him say the word the creep off as many times as I could in the episode just for you, because I know he's a prick. that is so nice of you. I know he's a prick, and he doesn't like to advertise the show, so I made him do it through the whole goddamn episode, and I'm happy you came tonight. It's nice to finally get to meet you, Vinny Paulino. Jody, I thank you sincerely for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Jamingo, great meeting you. Uh, thank you for that because Carl is a prick. You're absolutely correct. He'll promote WATP and who are these socials all day long. Yeah. I'm a Vietnam true believer. The people's creep came to visit tonight and I appreciate that. Would you like to give any of your plugs to the shows with the potato? And do you do the Carl comedy Carlson cast too still? Or I do. I'm actually doing a brand new episode tomorrow. I have uh, Sarah Kalana. She was a writer for Chelsea lately. Yeah. And uh, she's been on uh, Shameless and a few shows. She's going to be my guest tomorrow morning on the comedy, the Carlson cast the creep off live on YouTube. The, uh, every Monday, you can check out thecreepoff.com for all the links to that. And uh, Subreddit Surfing is the new show I do with uh, Cardiff Electric, where every week we pick a different subreddit, and yeah. uh, we go find out what the fuck people are up to on them. And uh, that show has been a very pleasant surprise. He pitched me the idea to come do it with him, 
Yep. And uh, I'm really glad that I did because it's been a lot of fun. I've asked Jamingo if we could have Cardiff on the show, and I couldn't sell him on the idea. Wait a minute. Or not. Oh, hang on. So I'm going to throw you right under the bus, and I'm going to back no, no. up and run over you again. No, but first of all, you're absolutely right because when I first started here in the potato, he was very slow and I it just but the potato has come potato is like Carl. When he first started, he was not as good. The potato has come around, the potato has a personality. I would have the potato on any time here. The potato has gotten a lot better. Cardiff Electric is his name. Say his name, I'm John. sorry, Cardiff. Say his name, Cardiff Electric. Yes. Yeah, I, I think he's uh, – I've listened to him on a couple shows now. I listened to him the other day on Who's Right, and I hear him with uh, Carl at the end of the WATP, and uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Cardiff yeah. Electric. I never thought I would say that sentence, but I'm a fan. You know, the first time I met him was at the Creep Off Roast, and uh, he wouldn't give us any information about what he wanted to do. He just asked to be on the show, and we are like, sure – he we wore a mask the coming. whole time, correct? He dressed like uh, Michael Myers, and mm-hmm. he's a very tall gentleman. Yeah, and he stood in the fella. back of the room laughing and laughing and laughing in the oh, Michael oh, Myers oh, mask. Oh, 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 oh. Exactly correct. In that same voice. Oh, 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 oh. In that mask. And the servers were terrified, <laughs> I found out after. They went to go get the manager. They're like, no, he's part of the show. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, he's just, he's really a funny guy. He's great. You should have him on. I, I would sure love to have love him. him. I would love to have him on. I remember when he first, uh, when I first listened to him, I was like, "How, how is this guy? How is this guy getting this much publicity?" I just, I didn't yeah. understand it, but he, he has come a long way, and I am a fan of Cardiff Electric. He's navigated it very well. So yes, I appreciate you know, that. I was really shocked. I ended up doing a show with him, and he's a joy to work with. He really yeah, is. He's a charming potato. I've never got the pleasure of meeting him, and that's the other problem, Jamingo. Like the last couple of weeks, Vinny, thank you for coming on time and being very punctual. We had to move it a little bit for you, but thank you for being thank here because for the first time last week, we had a guest that was an hour late. That happened. Oh, that's terrible. It completely killed John's faith in new random co-host that he doesn't know or guess. He was just like, I don't even want other people now. People can't show up. <laughs> well, you know, it was. Black people. But- oh. <laughs> See, I said that out front, too. I said, he's going to be late. Chill out. No, it was fine. And like I said, I, I try to go with the flow, but yeah, I'm old and I'm grumpy. What do you want? All right. We're well, teaching old dogs new tricks here, Vinny. Thank you for helping me do that this evening. Well, thank you. And uh, I don't know if I actually got the plug out on that. Subreddit surfing on YouTube. Yep. Thank you. All right. Well, you guys are great. I will go find your links. They will be in the show notes. So. Oh, thank you. Of course. I know how to service the guests. I'm no dummy. I cup the balls, Jamingo. We'll talk to you guys next week.